You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Broadcasting at the BRB Studios, this is The Big Red Band with Wade, Hayden, and Malcolm. As usual, they start the show with Have You Heard, the segment where they explore recent news, current events, and a lot of other topics you've probably never heard of. For instance, have you heard about the things you might find in your home after a hurricane? Or how to smuggle methamphetamine into Jersey? What about all these people suing Amazon after the eclipse? All of this and a whole lot more. Welcome to The Big Red Band. BRV. We have Wade and Hayden in with Mr. Nick Shipley, and Malcolm's out on assignment tonight, so we'll, we'll maybe, it's maybe not. It's called being a busy man. Well, yeah, we'll maybe, maybe not clue people in. It's, it's an important <laughs> thing, though. So, But like I said, Mr. Nick Shipley, correct? Yeah. All yeah. right, man. Hey, how's it going? How's thank it going? you for coming in and joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. We pick up all people of all walks of life. It's something that we've said from every episode since we started having guests on, and it's so much fun to have people that have so many different types of things to talk about. So we're going right. to get into that in a different segment but and get to your full introduction later, but you have a lot of... I guess, titles for us yeah. to go through. So yeah. people are going to get to know you a little bit, uh, participate in sitting in for Malcolm for the Have You Heard segment. So I appreciate it. Excellent. But I want to talk to you guys real quick about fall. So, I mean, it, here we are, been doing this show for a couple of months, and now we're into the best time in the South, which is the is fall. Is it technically fall yet? I don't give a When's damn. When's the first it's day of fall? September. Yeah, we don't know so, in Tennessee. <laughs> and, fo- and football season kicked off, so it's yeah, official. It's, yeah, you're right. I mean, and the fall is the best season in the south for many many reasons but almost all of them have to do with football so happy that football finally started oh yeah and that tennessee game was a nail biter yeah so i guess we can officially do it everybody have you heard about the Tennessee double overtime victory, 42-41 over Georgia Tech. And or the UCLA 45-44 victory over Texas A&M. Or Alabama ending Florida State's quarterback season. Or Florida not having an offense. Those are really the only three games that anybody needed to watch this past weekend, and all three of them were just like... Just intense. I don't know. I beg to differ. I've got four more that would have been super cool to watch. Check this stat out. Okay. okay. So I've I've touted Darren Ravel on Twitter before, right? Yeah. Everybody needs to follow this man at Darren Ravel. D A R R E N R O V E L L. He used to work, or he does work affiliated with ESPN. But this man does. <laughs> he tweets out the craziest statistics, right? So Howard. Uh, which is a small all-black college in, I believe, in the Atlanta area. Um, either way, that doesn't matter. They upset uh, UNLV. <laughs> they were a 45-point underdog in a game against UNLV. It's one of those situations where small school goes to play the big school. It's supposed to be like a cupcake victory. Right. You know? They The smaller school gets a nice payout generally from it of in the few hundred thousand dollars range. This one was 600000 So Okay, so they were getting a nice nice payday out of this for their program. So Howard gets 600000 to fly out to Las Vegas and play UNLV, right? 45-point underdogs. So they end up winning the game. Cam Newton's younger brother is the quarterback for Howard, and they end up winning the game. It's the biggest upset in college football history, okay? That's just one part of this. Darren Ravel tweets out, if you would have bet a $100 bet 
on a four-team parlay of these four games that happened on Saturday. It was the Maryland game, who they beat Texas. Right. And Texas was like a 17 or 18-point favorite, something like that. Maryland, Cal, the Howard game, and Liberty. If you would have put a $100 bet on those four teams to win, it would have paid you $197.68 million. (laughs) (laughs) That's stupid. That's how big an underdog all of those teams were, and if you would have put a bet on them. $100 bet. Almost $200 million payout. <laughs> That's the cool shit that he tweets out, man. That's why I say give that man a follow. He is awesome. Wow. But college football's back, man. I'm I'm super pumped. I was just got back from vacation in Kansas, and even KU fans out there are pumped about what they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Kansas is on a totally different level than anything in the SEC, but cannot wait for these big-time games. We've got a cupcake, Indiana State, I think, for Tennessee coming up, yeah. and then Florida. So. Yeah, how many games is all of Florida's players suspended for? Because they had like nine starters out against Michigan. The way it works is they generally come back for the Tennessee game. <laughs> That's when. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll all be back. Because, that, I mean, that hurt Florida. Callaway will be back. Their defensive their linebackers will be back. And, yeah, we'll have to worry about everybody. Right, but of course we will. SEC East looks wide open, though. Florida has zero offense. Georgia might have a quarterback controversy. So we looked good in the second half. Anyway, it'll be fun. Everybody, have you heard? All right, so now we're going to have some fun. On Friday, uh, last Friday, in Harris County, Texas, which was part of the area flooded by Hurricane Harvey, a family attempted to return to their flooded home, and upon arrival to their dining room, they stumbled upon a freaking nine-foot American alligator. No. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so the family, they immediately called 911. Soon after, wildlife resources responded. It took a few of them 20 minutes to wrangle this thing, duct taping its mouth shut, and then just picking the sucker right up and hauling him out the house. Oh, yeah. What? No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. NBD. Just jump on him, wrangle him up? Like Steve Irwin style, man. I guess that's what you do with a yeah, nine foot alligator. What else do you, you do? take care of it? Man, I don't know. Move. But, uh,. Took that alligator, released him back into the wild, and he's a happy, normal living alligator. But I bet with the water level that was all throughout that area, I mm-hmm. bet alligators and snakes, and I bet that shit was real. Yeah. No, I mean, there was a several reportings of people seeing alligators, you know, in people's yards because the waters were up so high. But uh, yeah, these people found a nine foot sucker in their dining room. <laughs> <laughs> that, whoa. <laughs> Nine foot. Can you, so, imagine, like, try to give reference to nine feet? A couch? Uh, your height plus another half. Yeah, people don't know me. For the, I'm talking about the average human. But you're general. Yeah, I guess there you go. Yeah. <laughs> one and a half of you, whoever yeah. you are. Yeah, whoever you are on average. Yeah. One and a half of you. <laughs> I would freak out. Think about moving. Yeah. Everybody, have you heard? About Amazon being sued over the eclipse glasses they sold that were faulty? Uh, that seems pretty serious. Yes, you know. could be. Oh my god, Amazon! My could, retinas could be. Yeah, I mean, it, it could. It could be something serious. Amazon, with all the money that they have, shit. You know, class action lawsuit for something like that was coming up. It's funny. My wife mentioned to me she works for a bank. I won't mention them by name, but she works for them, and they were giving out the glasses as like a giveaway leading up to the eclipse for signing up for a checking account or something like that. Word gets out that they 
ended up having some glasses that didn't have the approval uh nasa approval thing on the side of it retrospect they had to go back and tell all these people that had these glasses wear them at your own risk (laughs) warning may lose retinas so anyway this uh south carolina couple a guy named Corey thomas Payne, uh, him and his fiance are suing amazon well they're part of a class action lawsuit saying that faulty glasses left them with dark spots on their eyes distorted vision following last month's eclipse uh, it says that Amazon is negligent in their marketing and in marketing these glasses and inherently defective, dangerous glasses were sold. Uh, they're experiencing headaches, eye-watering, blurriness, changes in color when they look at anything with color, and even a central blind spot. As opposed to a blind spot on the sides, it's more in a central part of their vision. Mm. So mm. Amazon did acknowledge, and this is kind of where it gets a little bit slippery amazon did acknowledge in mid-august and sent emails out to people and even some refunds to a few that some of the glasses that they sold were frauds okay and this couple never got that email so i knew a guy that for his like his tripod and his like slr camera he was trying to set up and take pictures yeah and he did end up just using them but the solar filters that he got for his camera were one of the ones in that class action lawsuit and he just got a refund and used them anyways because it was for his camera it wasn't like he was going to worry about burning out his retinas in his camera yeah so it wasn't as dangerous but like he got a full it was like 30 dollar piece of plastic you know and they gave him his money back i had the feeling that this was going to happen yeah with all the people that you oh, know yeah, we, all we'd... the hype and hell yeah everybody's man. selling glasses <laughs> we'd been on this this eclipse thing for a couple months leading up to it and i had a feeling that the closer you got knowing that glasses were selling for a dollar and then they went to two dollars and then they went to five dollars and people were selling ten dollars a pair <laughs> had to know that some of them some, were going to be fake some dude in a body shop's rolling out the 10 percent tent oh yeah you know, he's just cutting it up in little squares and putting it in paper damn right i mean like i said where it gets <laughs> sticky yeah. is and it's unclear is whether amazon these were amazon manufactured glasses or if they were glasses that Amazon was selling for a third party. I, I and, would bet they were a third party. Well, a lot of them, well, they bought $10 million oh, from right. a third-party supplier. Exactly. But that's not necessarily all that they sold. Amazon was the number one retailer of any solar eclipse glasses leading up to the eclipse, like according to this else. one firm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like everything else. Yeah, yeah. Amazon's so, going to control the world. What some of the legal experts are saying is it's going to be very, very difficult for Amazon's defense team to prove that they don't have at least partial, if not absolute, liability in this case. So Amazon loses, they pay out however many hundreds of millions of dollars of these people, and then they keep going. Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a blip on the radar, but it's $200 million payout to some... Is that worth the money, actually? Is that... Any class action lawsuit Hayden is, you know, you go after a company like Amazon, you don't go after them for 10 million bucks. Yeah. You know, you go after them for hundreds (laughs) of millions. So I thought it was one of those things, you know, but they got the money. Whatever. We'll just move it. Keep it moving. (laughs) Everybody, have you heard? Uh, So this is kind of crazy. You ready for some crazy news? Yeah, You know, I like my like foreign crazy news. I expect... Foreign crazy in, news from in you. Bangkok, Thailand. An advertising company in Thailand has developed a smart vest that could potentially turn stray dogs into crime prevention in the Bangkok streets and alleyways. Yes. So stray dogs. Yeah. Explain. That's like okay. using bums to be vigilantes. The company, you know, <laughs> and this is this is a uh, Asian word, so I hopefully I'm not pronouncing it wrong. 
but the company Shale, Shile, Shale, I can't tell. I, don't I know. think you should just say all of them. And that way you cover, you cover it all. <laughs> Advertising is a, subs- they're a subsidiary of, of South Korea's Samsung. Okay. All right. The idea is to tackle two things with this idea. Animal cruelty in Thailand and back alley crime. Okay. Thailand already had had a serious problem with animal cruelty. They even passed an animal welfare law with a punishment of up to two years and a $1,200 fine, which is 40,000 baht, which is their money. Okay. Uh, so the idea is to capture and release stray dogs regularly and attach this device to them it has a gps locator and a cell phone style camera the device activates and transmits a signal if the dog barks basically if a dog stump somebody's trying to kick this dog beat this dog or come at this dog it's gonna you're gonna be on camera doing it right the dog's gonna bark it's gonna turn on the camera and you're gonna be Okay. Caught on camera doing it. Right. So there's problem one. Stop animal abuse as best as they can of the stray dogs in their city. Because I guess people are just terrible to them. It's a very expensive approach to stop (laughs) kicking stray dogs. I like like that they're giving dogs power to fight back. Right. (laughs) Just put body cams on them. (laughs) That's what they're doing. And then the second thing is because stray dogs are always up in alleys barking at people walking down alleys and stuff. So if people are up to no good walking down an alley... And the dog starts barking at them. They know that they could potentially be on camera doing whatever shady thing they're doing. Think about think about the awesome shit that dogs witness. I can't wait I until we can hack these and just watch them I know, all, right? all day long. I know. So <laughs> that was that was all I got on it. But holy crap, I thought it was great. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Stray dogs. I seriously, I equate it to bums. Like, just, so they don't give these dogs any training? They just I don't capture so. them? Because what you said was capture them, throw a bracelet on them, and move on. Right. It's like a little thing that goes around their shoulders, and it's a camera, and a GPS locator, and a battery. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. No training. Just go out there. And I would imagine, <laughs> I would imagine like, city ordinance, animal control, these dogs probably die, you know, and turn up in a gutter, and somebody probably goes and scoops them up, and that's probably how they reclaim these devices. They like, keep the device and kick the dog to the side. You know, I, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they have these municipal services, like animal control, that, that, that it, it's just a cycle. They, they get them back in. Can I give there's you... there's probably no stopping, because they have, like, millions of stray dogs in their city. Can I give you an assignment? Yeah. Can you follow up on this story? I hope so. <laughs> Please. Can you keep an <laughs> yeah, eye on the... We need the to know str- where this goes. The stray dogs in Bangkok. We, we need to know where this goes. Like, wins, losses, We're going to need statistics. <laughs> yes. Please. I want to know how they're helping fight crime. That's good. Sounds like it's just the man, another way to have cameras in the city to see what the homeless people are doing. Stop drug deals and shit. Everybody, have you heard? Got more Amazon news for y'all. So, uh, I love my Amazon news. Uh, you heard about their opening of Whole Foods, right? They reopened Whole Foods under the Amazon label. Did you hear about this? Yeah, you did. Did you hear about even? Did you no, hear? No, did you hear about no, Amazon no. buying Whole Foods? No. Have you no. ever entered a Whole Foods in your life? Yeah, you have. Yeah. So Amazon Am- owns it now. Amazon purchased it a couple <laughs> months back. Uh, so now I can just order Whole Foods. It'll it'll be by drone. Yeah, yeah, it gets good. It gets really good. So um, we actually we talked about it in episode ten. I think that it was. It was with your brother. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was the one with your brother. Um, they're wanting to get into some of that $800 billion super, supermarket industry. So they were able to purchase the Whole Foods chain for $13.7 billion. We've referenced that a couple of times. Uh, but really what they were trying to do with this whole purchase was get them into a brick-and-mortar setting quickly. 
Mm-hmm. So they have their... Something uh, that's already there and established that they can just take over. And just put their shit into yeah. it, you know? <laughs> Instead of building their Amazon stores from scratch, they're going to... Like, they have the one in Seattle we've, again, mm-hmm. talked about. But, uh, yeah, they already have this chain that they just flip over to Whole Foods or flip over to Amazon. So what do they do? Number one complaint for Amazon or Whole Foods customers is price. Amazon cuts price up to 43% on oh most most items on the first day very first day that they're open. So they're trying to prove that they can compete with Kroger and Walmart, Albertsons, Wegmans, you name all these grocery stores, right? But they also, it's funny, they already have in their Whole Foods stores a whole setup of Amazon Echoes and the smaller one, the Echo Dot, and they have them on sale. It's funny, they actually the same price that they had them for Prime Day. They have them running... In their Whole Foods stores, $99 Echoes. You can just buy Echoes at Whole Foods now. $45 dot. So Amazon is in the business of selling Amazon. They're not in the business of selling anything else. And it's something we talked about on the Prime Day episode. Amazon sells Amazon. Right now, they have a brick-and-mortar location where they can push groceries and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fucking... It's two. It's Amazon that they're selling to you. Yeah. It's what they're selling. So listen to the, some of the specific price breaks that they put on some of the most popular things that were bought at Whole Foods mm-hmm. when Whole Foods was a successful chain, right? Uh, bananas. Now, all of these prices are per pound, okay? Okay. Bananas under Whole Foods were priced at $0.79 cents per pound, and Amazon has them for sale at $0.49 cents per pound. That's 38% less. I think that's the... Kroger price. Generally. 49 cents. I mean, Amazon or Whole Foods bananas, 79 cents a pound. Really? It's just ripping <laughs> people off. Gouging They're people for Whole that extra 40 cents. But these weren't even the organic bananas. These were just, just no, listed as. These were regular old trash bananas. Bananas, yeah. <laughs> Normal person bananas. Normal people bananas, yeah. The poor people bananas. Peasants. <clears throat> uh, salmon. Salmon was fourteen ninety nine a pound under Whole Foods label, nine ninety nine under Amazon, 33% cheaper. Hmm. Um, organic avocados, which was like the number one seller for Whole Foods, two seventy nine a pound under Whole Foods, one ninety nine a pound under Amazon, twenty nine percent break. Uh, organic Fuji apples, three forty nine a pound, down to one ninety nine, forty three percent savings. That was the highest break of any of their top sellers. Those are good. Was apples. organic Fuji apples, and then organic rotisserie chicken also had a huge break, thirteen ninety nine per pound, down to nine ninety nine per pound, twenty nine percent. Ten dollars a savings. pound for chicken, as opposed to fourteen dollars a pound, <laughs> right? For chicken, yeah. I mean, it's it's really cool because what by expanding into these brick and mortar stores, they're able to get more exposure to Amazon Fresh, Amazon Pantry, and to be able to do things like we talked about in episode ten, something a little bit that sounds like this: Jeff Bezos and Amazon purchase Whole Foods. And their goal ultimately is to go to lineless, registerless stores. That'd be insane. What? Like so? so, What? Okay. Wait. Hold on. There's there's no cashiers, no registers, no lines. Period. Amazon has a store like this in Seattle. I think we talked about. Yeah, we did talk about RFID chipped. Mm -hmm. Everything's linked. You know, to your location. And when you walk out the door, it geolocates and takes it out of your wallet. Yeah, okay. it, it just takes out your, your prime account. Okay. So imagine every Whole Foods being like that. Imagine grocery shopping that way, where you fill up a cart and walk to your car. So let that sink in for a second, okay? Let that sink in. 
that that's ultimately why Amazon went this direction, or at least that's a lot so of the theory. So smart. So, told you they're going to rule the world one day. <laughs> yeah. And he um, just said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's where it's going. It is. They, they're they're just, in every home. They're just buying it up, and I am a firm believer that they don't give a shit what they sell as long as people understand that it's Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're selling the Amazon. It could be music. It could be movies. It could be avocados. It doesn't it's like, uh It's like, ex- you know, come to think of it, it's just that it's Walmart when Walmart took off because it was, they were selling just the fact that Walmart has everything come to Walmart because they have right. everything you could possibly need everything for your home. Everything for less. Everything. Mm-hmm. They we were, sell for less. But, you know, slogan. like, all they needed to get you into is just that you were a Walmart shopper. Once you were a Walmart shopper, you bought everything at Walmart. Yeah, from your, you know, spark plugs for your car to your lawnmower. I'll, I can attest, once you become an Amazon Prime shopper and you see the prices in the free two-day shipping, you just buy everything from Amazon. Yeah. I So now, that's just what it is. Man, we've been talking about Amazon for almost as long as we've had a podcast. And for them to talk about doing shit and then do shit is in the billions of dollars of what they cost to make they're right in line with elon musk like we just talked about in 18.3 um all of i I love following people like that man talk about it do it i don't i don't say shit i do shit (laughs) let's get fun (laughs) let's do it everybody have you heard Five members of a Mexican cartel were arrested for I love, sm- I love this so far. For smuggling when they arrived at the warehouse for delivery. It was a warehouse in Patterson, New Jersey. So they got arrested upon arrival. Okay. Um so the fun part of the story is how the drugs, which was methamphetamine, was disguised. Was it another keister? Close. Okay. <laughs> so um they another were keister. So they busted these guys with just cardboard boxes full, 1,300 pounds full. So however many cardboard boxes that is. Holy shit. 1,300 pounds of candles. And inside these wax candles was the meth. Okay. The candles were all dick-shaped candles. Oh, yes. Literally shaped like candle dildos that you could light like a candle at the tip of the penis. And they were like labeled like love scent and stuff like that. that Going to a that type of store no like going to just they were just being smuggled so like if customs were to look at them like oh it's just like pervert candles right but i (laughs) I guess my question is but they were their cover was that they were being sold to like some love shop oh i'm sure okay some novelty stores i'm I'm looking for but they just that's that's dick candles full of meth I can see them at customs now. I'm not looking through those. They're shaped like dicks. Yeah. You cut open that dick. Yeah. You handle those dicks. I'm not going through them. No. But I'm sure that the five Mexican cartel gentlemen didn't quite look like candle handlers. <laughs> I don't know. You know. They don't look like you. Describe a candle handler. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking. I'm thinking somebody more like Betty White than a Mexican <laughs> cartel guy. <laughs> I don't know if Betty White would have like a 18 wheeler full of dick candles. This, well, this is true. But I, w- I would guess somebody that collects salt and pepper shakers would be more akin to somebody that is smuggling candles than yeah. Yeah. a Mexican cartel gentleman <laughs> that probably has neck and face tattoos. Neck and face tattoos. It's probably the neck tattoo that gave it away. Not the dick candle. Everybody, have you heard? All right, Adidas, Adidas, Germany. 
is launching a sneaker for Oktoberfest that is puke resistant. Nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> How cool Great. is that? <laughs> so it's vomit and beer repellent sneaker. Uh, shoelaces included. Comes in autumn shaded brown with red shoe lining. Of they're brown. <laughs> and it's got the, the white check pattern, which is a traditional look of tablecloths during right. Oktoberfest. That's awesome. So they have the word prost, which means cheers. Yeah. Uh, prost. Stitched to the, the side of the shoe. Thank you for that. It's like <laughs> from Beer Fest. That's yeah. what I think of. Um, like I said, produced by Adidas of Germany, retailing for 195 euros. So... Two hundred dollars, yeah, because probably more euros are worth a little bit more than a dollar. Yeah, like probably two hundred thirteen, two hundred fourteen yeah. bucks. God. I guess that's what you have. That's the gear you have to have if you want to party down so, properly. I mean, you, your leader hosen and yeah. your, did you did you have a picture Adidas. of these or did you see it when you were looking these up? I, I didn't see the picture. I, I'm like curious. So they're supposed to be puke resistant. Does that mean that like they seal really well around your feet? <laughs> that way, like no, because that'd the be the worst. Themselves. Hits you in the ankles and it's just all going down your shoes on the inside. The leather that they're made of <laughs> and the shoelaces are made of that same leather. Have to so. wear some. <laughs> You're talking about getting it down into your sock and yeah, stuff? that's where I, my brain went straight to. And so See, I puked on my feet. But they I'm don't care about hit. that. They're not responsible for the <laughs> yeah, sock. Yeah. They're only responsible for their physical product. <laughs> Correct. I'm, I, but I'm sure that they have some accessories that go along with these puke shoes for Oktoberfest. Prost. Everybody, have you heard? You guys like high stories? I got a high story. High story. Heist. Heist. Okay. Like yeah. Ocean's Thirteen. Did you hear high story? Uh, well, I don't know. Heist. Heist. With a t t at the Heist end. story. All right. In a... Paris, France, some thieves burrowed their way into a private wine collection in a cellar, and they stole $250,000 worth of wine. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Burrowed so their way in. Tell me more. Okay. First of all, majority of the wine stolen was Grand Cru wines, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Brad brought up he Brett Grand Cru Burgundy wines. Uh-huh. They're apparently like... The pro the property value for that stuff has been skyrocketing. I guess the people that have sold different vineyards for Grand Cru uh, Burgundy wine grapes and the value has skyrocketed. So the value of like vintage, like really nice Grand Cru Burgundy wines, thus the need for thieves to burrow in and correct. Steal it. Yeah, the value has gone way up on a lot of. And the private collection, of course, had a bunch of just probably super rare, amazing, ultra valuable stuff in there. But you guys familiar with like the Paris catacombs? Yes. You know, like oh, back yeah. in the, yeah. like, what was it, like 15th or 16th century, like they buried everybody underground. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. And there's just millions of bones down there. So, anyways, there's like miles of that stuff underneath Paris, and they're all technically illegal. You're not allowed to go in there, except for there's certain parts you can go take tours and see and stuff like, like through that. Through the tunnels and stuff. Right. Right. So, these guys, apparently, they were able to map out exactly where they were supposed to be, and they also apparently had scoped out this private collection of course i'm sure like they knew it, it existed and exactly where it was and they found their way to the catacombs and found their adjacent wall to it and burrowed right straight through underneath this giant apartment building where you know a bunch of other people lived and you know there's a private cellar underneath this big fancy expensive apartment building and these people kept their wine in it and some dudes burrowed in and got it man i know for a fact that using underground storage facilities much that are paved very similarly to the way that we showed pictures of that Hyperloop thing with, like, very smooth walls and paved floors. 
with concrete paved floors that cars can drive on. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of wine companies that store their wine in places like that. I know for a fact. Well, it's like I won't the, say what it's the temperature and, and the consistency. They got it's the temperature thing, right? I'm sure it is, yeah. but I know that there are a lot of different cities that use that underground storage. That it's not necessarily well. It's literally like modern modern day storage units that are underground. Mm-hmm. So some someday Google the Lamar Hunt underground super highway in Kansas City. Hmm. There's like this subterranean underground, basically storage unit. For these giant companies in Kansas City that is miles and miles long. And it's been there for years. And it's well. extremely cool. There's a bunch of caves and caverns and shit down there. And I know that in other states, Oklahoma and some other states, Pennsylvania, a lot of people like that use underground storage for things like wine. Hmm. So these thieves knew that too. And they just got into it and... I bet oh, yeah. you there's more shit than wine down there. Oh, I mean, it was just... I bet you there's some very valuable things that people use to store down there in places like the catacombs Yeah, that only rich people have access to. So yeah. th- thieves know that shit. Mm-hmm. I love a good high story. You yeah, because, re- I mean, this apartment building was probably hundreds of years old. It's an old building with a traditional cellar built in the basement of it. You bring people- those stories anytime you get them. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Everybody, have you heard? So I got a list of the top ten movies you need to watch this fall. One of them coming out this Thursday that I think is going to kill. That's kind of pun intended, but kind of it. not it. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? What are your memories of the original? Scared the piss out of me. I was a little kid and probably never wanted to watch it again. You? Oh man, yeah, I love the original. Yeah, we, we watched it recently. Yeah, we all float I'm, down I'm, here. I'm very, very concerned about the new one, though. I don't know. That's a very, very hard movie to live up to. It would be very, very tough. The trailers that I've seen about The Clown, which is played by, gosh, is it Peter? Bill Bill Skarsgård is the name of the guy. Skarsgård. Skarsgård. He's really, really good at at The Clown. So Pennywise is the name of The Clown. It is a terrifying idea, story. Bunch of clowns are pissed. You know, they are... Did, did you see this thing about this clown union, though? Yeah, that's what I mean. They're pissed. They're you, is, people... it, is this what you're talking about? No, though? I'm talking about movies, but it is making people. There's a clown union out there, and they literally are bringing a lawsuit against them. They're not going to win, but I had read about this. And they, they're bringing a lawsuit because it's costing them business. Like these, It coming out is reigniting people's like terrifiedness of clowns, and they don't get jobs yeah and i people don't want to hire a clown for their party you can look stephen king's twit uh twit tweet up of what he said to reply to that letter that they sent out mm-hmm. it was something very simple you know but it was just something along the lines of sorry for you i know i just, just thought, a, i mean i wasn't i'm not on the clown side i'm just like whatever it's yeah. this, is, this is america but I mean, and it's been there yeah it's it's not like it's a new story like i right. think that's the, the biggest movies. thing like you can't get upset about it it's just a remake I don't remember when it came out. 90s, wasn't it? Something like that? Yeah. Maybe late 80s. Like late 80s. Maybe it was 80s and we just didn't see it till the 90s or something. But definitely scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I yeah. I know that I never wanted to go down into uh, like sewer ever mm-hmm. because of that movie. I didn't. I stopped being so curious. Like horror <laughs> right. of a little there kid. There could be a murderous yeah, clown in that. There could be. I see balloons out in the open. I stay the hell away from there. them. You know, I see a balloon coming from the middle of nowhere. I stay the hell away from it. It's just my thing. I don't go investigate. But I don't know that kids and people in general are as into horror movies as people were back then. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that the culture for that type of movie. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe wasn't that movie Get Out super big, and it's a yeah, horror movie, it well. yeah. and it did really well. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah, know. Maybe <clears throat> maybe it will. I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna let my kids see it. Better not. So Jeez. I will definitely go see it. Granted, my kids are I only four, but at what age would you let a kid see that movie? <sighs> a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Is it no. R? Is it R? What the. It probably it? Oh, yeah. sure it is. Definitely. Yeah, so you're not supposed the to The original was rated R. Here I am talking yeah. about letting kids see it. The yeah. hell am I thinking? I, yeah, I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. I don't, I don't think you should. Messing oh. up a kid is what you're Horrible talking about. Horrible parent. <laughs> Horrible parent. They so, would never grow up to be a clown. <clears throat> so it, it's the first one on my list just because it's the ones coming out most recent. So I'll be fast with the others. Um, Mother is the name of one starring Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Battle of the Sexes should be funny. It's got Emma Stone and Steve Carell. They're playing the parts of Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs, tennis players, uh, male and a female that played against each other in 1973. It's a famous Battle of the Sexes tennis match where Billie Jean King was the most dominant female player and talked about how she could beat a guy. No so, idea. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, sorry. it's got Steve Carell and Emma Stone in it, so it's supposed to be funny. They both look the part. It's it's really funny. Uh, the Kingsman Golden Circle, I think that also comes out this weekend. I'm oh sure my god, seen. I saw the preview for that, and it's got uh, what's his name, the Channing Tatum. Chan- yeah, and he's like a country boy. Yeah, like the, Amer- <laughs> the American cousin to the like, English did, did, Kingsman. Did you, I never saw the original Kingsman. Have you seen it? No, uh, it looks stupid to me. But I'm, you know, some people think it looks awesome. I but, didn't see it either. But anyways, so yeah, I mean, it's just an they're action. like British spies. You know, it's like a new james bondy kind of character and then they're showing like the sequel and i saw the preview and it's they're at the american chapter of their secret agency and it's like everybody's like a cowboy oh like, yeah of course like spy yeah. we're american stereotypes yeah. and like yeah, channing tatum's in like his like big texas suit and five gallon hat and he's like wearing a bolo tie and oh my god he's a because you know, I mean, everyone from England has absolutely perfect teeth, and they're a gentleman. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> yeah. like they're portrayed in the movies. Yeah, exactly. And everything from everyone exactly. from America is a straw chewing, cowboy hat wearing redneck. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just how it yes. is. At least they're accurate. So anyway, Lego the Ninjago movie. So that chapter oh. of the Lego movies, that basically the adult series of the Lego movies. This movie called American Made, which seems pretty cool. It's a Tom Cruise movie, so I'm gonna hold judgment until afterwards joe's gonna go see it yeah yeah, for sure it's definitely a joe special but it's a true story about a former twa pilot that went to work for the cia doing a bunch of rogue shit oh yeah he's like the one that helped the cia run the cartel Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that looks awesome and tom cruise plays that part so probably supposed to be a lot like blow yeah i would imagine oh all right you remember the movie blow oh yeah that movie was awesome yeah it was a good movie uh blade runner a movie called marshall only the Brave and Wonderstruck. They're making, the they're remaking Blade Runner. That's it's a number two. It's oh, like they a, did remake Blade Runner. What am I saying? It's like a, they're making a second I was, one. I was long with you. awaited. One hundred. Yeah, like, it's a long oh, awaited uh, sequel. Or yeah, sequel's the word I'm looking for. You can't remake Blade Runner. No, definitely yeah, not a remake. Definitely not a remake. It's a Ridley Scott movie, man. So that's a list. We during the summer we gave a list of movies to look at, forward to and see in the summer and. I think there's at least a couple on here that are going to be sweet. That American Made, I'm looking forward to, and it's going to scare the shit out of people. So, <laughs> go watch some movies, y'all. Everybody, have you heard? Well, I got one left, and it's just a short, funny one as well. So, is it something from Florida? Uh, no, but uh, so you know how in our draft, I got 
uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yes. So, because I'm rock star. Shit, because you had the third pick. I had the third pick. Um, so, anyways, did you and see Aaron, this? And Aaron Rodgers went second overall. I love you, Eric, but what the hell? So, this happens like five days ago. Uh, did you see his tweets about filling out the job application? Le'Veon it was, it was Bell? A, yeah, because you know how he was holding out for his contract. And yeah, he, he finally signed it. And then he it. got that $12.9 million or whatever. Correct. Like, finally got guy's way yeah but like he was holding out and he apparently was like making jokes about it and being fun and went down to uh, uh the dairy queen and applied for a full-time job at dairy queen and like tweeted it like his application and like it was legit he actually went down there actually filled out the application and turned it in I mean, of course it was all a joke but it was just hilarious that he actually went down there and then he like tweeted out afterward and he's like i'm jobless right now i've just got to get a job Funny. and then he followed up with a hey i got to keep my options open what an idiot. I, I saw know. him. And maybe got, that was Then his, he got his money, so whatever. Well, he maybe that was a part of a series of tweets why he released a basketball highlight film to where he put his own music to it. If you look, go further through his Twitter feed, mm-hmm. you'll see a highlight film of Le'Veon Bell crossing people over, going to the rim, and doing layups <laughs> and stuff. Uh, probably the same thing, trying right. to keep his options open of mm-hmm. what he's going to do for a career. Well, I hope he scores me a lot of points. Well, of that 12.9, did you see how much was guaranteed? No. Because NFL contracts get confusing with that guaranteed money. Whatever. He got what he wanted because he took it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, he wanted a long term deal. They were going to give him mm-hmm. what they call a franchise tag. And in the NFL, you can franchise tag somebody, but it's a one year deal and all of the money's guaranteed. But it's not a long term guarantee, which mm-hmm. is ultimately what football players want is a lengthy guarantee of yeah. job security. So. He didn't, he didn't have Put it that into offer. an annuity? Yeah, put it into a Bobby Bonilla annuity. <laughs> so, yeah, with J.G. Wentworth. So, no, that was good, man. Malcolm missed out on a informative. You didn't have that one about the poo? Oh, okay. That's where we'll finish. So, yeah, we got to finish with the poo. Everybody have you heard? So, do you want me to tell it, though? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for just the worst thing you've ever heard of? Oh, um. So this happened this in is a uh, bad, this a bad, happened bad day. This happened to a college student in Bristol, England, and he. I wish it was Bristol, Tennessee. So I know, right? It probably would have made more sense. Yeah. But um, it so belongs in Bristol. This guy, Tennessee. he has this girl. Apparently, he met on Tinder over at his place. They're kind of doing their thing. They go out to eat dinner, and it's been a nice night. They go back to his place. They ate some spicy food. And she has to go to the bathroom, goes to the bathroom, apparently takes a shit so big it doesn't flush down, okay? And so her instant reaction is scoop it out of the toilet and throw it out the window. <gasps> this is, that's not the worst part. So no. when she throws it out the window, and this is, I guess, just weird architecture and their dorms or whatever it is. So she throws out the window and there's apparently a number, another set of windows outside of his window it's like fixed glass that's just two panes and there's a gap, you know, about a foot wide or less in between them. Apparently the turd falls into that, so it's just a turd in between these two windows down in the slot. Sitting on a ledge. Sitting on a ledge. Just turd. Okay. Just being a turd. <laughs> so the girl, she flips out and she's like, oh my god, I have to do something about this. That shit is gross! <laughs> Climbs out the window... And then goes headfirst down in between these two panels of glass to try and retrieve this poo to get it to the bushes. Gets to, to its proper location. It's, it's proper disposal. And area. it's literally probably like 
one foot by yeah, 18 inches. Yeah, tops. it's a tiny little slot of between two panes, panes of glass. And she gets down in there head first. Determined to get, to determined, get this shit. Gets stuck and can't get out. So then, of course, boyfriend has to come out, or boyfriend guy, has to come out to discover this and discover what she's done and what's happened. <laughs> and they have to call the fire brigade, <laughs> as they call it in England. And they had to come break the glass and to retrieve her and her poo. She's, her we're her we're going to tweet the picture out. She's literally upside down, yep. stuck in this glass enclosure, digging, holding poo. It's great. It's so perfect. I love it. That's hilarious. But the architecture of the windows, I mean, you know, you got to know that mm-hmm. before you just go chucking poo. Very determined. <laughs> And it's so funny that we talked about this on another episode. That's why I thought we had to go to it. Mm-hmm. It's the guy that broke into the house, instead of flushing it down to wake people up, why didn't he just toss it out the window? It had still been in the yard. But it had been... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Human logs in the yard. Yep. Man, that sucks. Put That's... their little cone of evidence around it. That is a chalk it out. <laughs> in my opinion, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad date. That's a bad date. So that was a good list. Nick, you ready? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the time where we get to know you a little bit. So thank you everybody for joining us for nineteen point one. Have you heard? We're gonna catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.